You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Monday afternoon. And since it's Monday, I'd like to welcome back on the program the one and the only Nathan Solier. Nate, it's great to see you. How are you doing? I. It feels like it's been a nearly a month and we've each seen each other. I know, I know. It's been so long. Hang on, and I'm I'm actually a bit rusty. <laughs> I forgot to plug in your audio. And we're, we are live, so you'll be able to see what's actually happening. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. I think I've got you on our audio. No wonder I was like, he sounds a bit far away. I, I mean, I can hear you because of, a, of the laptop, but... Uh, not through the studio. Okay, let's see how it goes now. How how are you doing? Did you have a good weekend? Oh, I'm great, mate. I'm great. You can hear me okay now? Perfectly. Like you're next door to me. So, we're chatting about legs today and, and, and leg workouts, which is something I don't think we've really yeah. spoken about um, on the program. We've focused a lot on the core um, and, you know, how to build muscles, but not really about the legs. And it's something that we should really focus on because our legs are the things that sort of take us from A to B. So, it's kind of an important um, part of our body. Yeah, Absolutely. It was one of the things that when, when I first started personal training, I remember a, a personal trainer saying to me, if you want a six pack, train legs. Oh. And, um, you know, and, and the logic behind that is because, you know, the legs are your biggest muscle group. In fact, your glutes, your, your bum, is actually the most dense muscle in your body. So if you can really get your legs strong and, and, and not necessarily get them big, it burns body fat really, really effectively. And I look at the legs as like um, your, it, I call them the slave joints because they're the things, like you said, you know, they get you from A to B and they get you there as quickly as, you know, as, as strong as they are. So it's really important to be able to keep your legs strong. Um, and so it's something it's, you know, that, that I, that, I think people you, take for granted because when you go to the gym and when you see big bodybuilders, a lot of the times there's a, a lot of sort of upper body strength, the big arms, the big shoulders, the, the, the six pack. And then you've got sort of like quite skinny legs in, in comparison with, with, with the body type. It, it, is it quite hard to build, you know, is it quite hard to build uh, sort of big leg muscles or calf muscles and, and glutes and thighs? You know, that's a really good question. I, I think it, it, you know, it doesn't matter if you are, you know, genetically um, gifted or not gifted um, to build big, strong legs. Um, but you, you need to train them. You do need to train them. And like I said, they're, they're one of the, the most important muscle group because they get you from A to B. And I do find, uh, and this is, you know, from my experience of, of, um, of working out uh, with a number of bodybuilders in the past and, and friends that, that also focus very heavily on their upper body and not on their legs, they tend to suffer from lower back pain. And um, a big part of that is, is because, you know, when, you know, one of the supporters of your lower back is, you know, obviously what's, what's on top of your, you know, what, what's below your lower back, your legs. And so having legs is having really strong legs is very important to be able to stabilize your back and support it. So your glutes, which are right underneath the lower back, they're really important to be able to strengthen. And what do we do all day? We sit. 
So all those glutes, they don't really fire as well as they probably could. And if you're not training them in a gym or if you're not doing what I call, you know, those, those, um, those glute exercises like lunges uh, are really good. Um, Step-ups are really good as well. Um, I have this one called a ski stepper, which is basically you, you have a wide bench at, at, in front of you. You step onto that wide bench with, uh, with one foot on the corner of the bench, and then you step across the bench, and then you step down again. I call it a ski step up, which activates the entire glute. So, um, yeah, it's really important to be able to keep uh, your, your legs strong because they're the supporter of your lower back. And also, you know, they support your knees. They also support your joint, uh, your, your, your ankles and things like this. So if you're not training your legs, then, you know, you will get pain in other aspects. Here's another one as well. You know, I trained a woman many years ago, and she kept um, uh, pulling her calf all the time. She kept twinging it all the time. Oh. And when I worked with her physio and, um, and looked at the size of her calves, her calves were nearly the size of her, quad, her her legs, her upper legs. So her lower limbs were like just about the same size of her upper limbs. And generally, you know, our, our quads or our, our, you know, our upper leg is much bigger than our lower leg. So we had to work really hard on strengthening this lady's, um, you know, glutes. Upper or leg, you'll read yeah. us if you're not sure what glutes are, glutes are, your, are your butt. So if you are not, if you're not strengthening your upper part of your legs, then your calves run the risk of also taking the load, which of course makes sense, right? I mean, like if you're if one part of the body is not working as well as it could or, or it's weaker, then there's other parts of the body will become stronger. And generally, our quads and our glutes and our hamstrings should be strong because if they're not, then you've got, you know, either side of that, you've got your lower back and you've got your calves that will start to take the load. And you know, they, they can only handle so much load before they, um, you know, before they cry foul as well. And like I said, you know, I've dealt with a lot of bodybuilders and, and those bodybuilders that do a lot more upper body than lower body, they tend to suffer a lot of lower back pain. Uh, so, Nathan, uh, you know, out of curiosity, do you get clients? I mean, you get clients who obviously come to you and say, I, I want to work on, you know, bigger arms or, you know, work on a six pack. Do you ever get clients who say, I I'd like to work on my legs? And typically, who, who are these clients? Well, the ones that work, yeah, it's funny you say that. I mean, like, basically, men all want to work their upper bodies, right? But I don't just I, I don't I, I don't say look we're just going to do upper body we're going to do lower body as well we need to balance it out it looks better too right if you've got nice you know if you've got nice strong legs a nice strong upper body it looks in proportion but like you said if you've got this guy who's got an upper body and got a lower body is tiny then you know it just looks weird the ones that offer that really ask for the lower body are women and women are doing it because they want to get more toned legs you know they want to get thinner legs and, and so forth and. Yes, you can, you know, to a degree, you could train your legs to get thinner. Um, but I do find, you know, if, if you are genetically, you know, predisposed to having bigger legs than, some, than, than most, then you're just going to have to work with it. And I always say, you know, muscle on, uh, you know, muscle on women's legs looks much better than, you know, you know, and I've seen it, you know, when you've got a flat bum and you've got skinny legs and they sort of knock kneed or bow-legged, and, and a big part of that is just because not only they're, they're, you know, they're genetic towards that way, but they just haven't been training their legs. 
So, yeah, I, I find a lot of women want to train legs more than upper body. But like I said, the same deal again. You know, we're not going to just train your legs. We're obviously going to train your upper body as well because, you know, then it becomes a lot more proportionate. Yeah. Part of sculpting your legs is, is of course, sort of uh, building muscles. So let's talk about sort of some exercises that people can do to build on those leg muscles. Uh, perhaps let's start with the, with the lower leg and then we'll move up to the, to the upper leg. What sorts of exercises yeah, okay. well, can we do? The, the, yeah, the, the lower leg, the lower leg you, you really got car, uh, calf races. So you're standing on a step. You know, imagine standing on a step outside your place and you put the, 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 the balls of your feet, that's the front of your uh, the front of your foot just behind the toes, and you put that on a step and then you can put either two of them together or one of them together and what you'll do is you'll just raise your uh, body up with a straight knee until you are coming onto your, just about onto your tippy toe and then you lower yourself back down again. Now that is for what we call the gastrocnemius. It's a, it's a, a muscle that's a little bit higher up on the calf. Then you've got the soleus or the or the Achilles, and the Achilles is a a muscle engages when the knee is bent. So the best way to do it is is like you've got a machine in the in the gym where you sit down in it, you put the this the um uh, the cushion on your knees, and you've got your feet on the platform again, and then you're doing a calf raise with a bent knee. But you can also do that with uh, without the uh, you know without the machine. You, all you need to do is you just need to bend your knees and do the calf raise at the same time. It's a little bit awkward, but, you know, you'll get the same sort of results that way. Um, and the thing is with cars as well is they need to be trained on different angles. So what I, you know, I used to train a basketball, a, an elite basketball player back in New Zealand, and we used to train the, the, the feet, you know, the toes be turning in, the heels be turning out, they'd be doing calf raises that way, just like I talked about before. And then you can put both feet beside each other and do calf raise, calf raises again and they're the both feet beside each other then you can turn your toes away and your heels together and do calf raises that way so you're hitting that calf on different angles and i remember there was a a, a bodybuilder personal trainer that I, I used to work with it and his calves were huge like like disproportionately huge and that was what he used to do he used to just train it on different angles and you know he'd blast those blast those calves out and some people say to me look i don't i you know genetically don't have good calves yes i i agree that you can only train them to a certain point if you're genetically not like that that way but there's no reason why you can't at least try and put it under that load and and you know and reassess yourself in three to six months and see what the difference is yeah nathan Um, should we be training should we be training the upper and the lower leg at the same time? You, it might sound like a dumb question, but you know, sometimes you, you know you um, you want to take a break, or, or or is it just part of the same leg, and it's okay to be training the upper and the lower part um, at, at the same time? Well, that's what uh, that's what lunges do. So lunges and step ups, they both train the upper half and the lower half together. So. You know, the, if you're not too sure what a lunge is, stand up, step one foot forward, bend the back knee and the front knee, so that way the back knee comes down towards the floor, and then you come back up and push yourself back to the starting position again. So that's a front lunge. And so that's a, an easy way of being able to train the lower half and the upper half together. So lunges and step-ups are great. And then you can do a wide variety of different lunges. And like I said, um, uh, uh, 
the the great thing about doing upper body, uh, sorry, upper leg, upper leg, and your lower leg is is that they will go in in proportion to to each other. So the other two that you can also do, and you do have some lower leg activation, is the squat and the deadlift. And so both of them will have some, um, you know, lower leg, you know, activation. Uh, and they're considered a, a compound exercise. So you'll do a wide range uh, of, you'll hit a, a lot of muscles doing those. So with those three, like I'll mention them again, is deadlifts, lunges, and squats. And doing those three will really build great legs. And, and you count the, the, the bottom as part of the legs as well? Because that's sort of where the thigh. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, just where the, the top of the hip. So if you put your your hands on your hip there, and then you put your hands down the back, and then you slide it down, and then you know, as it starts to go out, that's your glute. That's the that's the big muscle group. And like I said, it's a bigger, it's the densest muscle group in the entire body. So really, working your glutes, making your glutes sore really is beneficial to be able to keep your, your body fat body fat down as well. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. You can also, I mean, you know, when we when you sent this, this topic through, I thought, well, you know, does it just have to be strength training? What other ways to be able to actually support your legs as well? And I thought, well, stretching and mobility is really important, especially when people are sitting at their desks all day. You know, and I don't know if you've ever had, and I've had this before when I've been sitting uh, sitting for a long period of time, I get these, this hip pain, mm. you know, just on the side of my hips. And, you know, and, and a big part of that is because you're sitting in this sort of cramped position like you're cycling and they're getting tighter and tighter. So, you know, flexibility, stretching it would be really a good beneficial way of being able to work your legs. And when you work in my program, we always spend – the first four weeks stretching and mobilizing the body, and that's including your legs. And the and your hip joint and your ankle joint are so unstable. They're, they're a joint that can pretty much, the, the hip joint can go around 320, 340 degrees in rotation. The ankle, right, the, the ankle can go 360 degrees. So making sure that we can stabilize um you know, get that range of motion through those joints is super important because if you're not getting that range of motion through those joints, then there's another joint that will take that load up instead. So if your hip joints are tight or your ankle joints are tight, then your knee joint takes all the stress. And then that's when you run into difficulties like with ACL injuries, um, a torn meniscus, uh, um, you know, a torn hamstring, things like this that we, you know, that could be prevented by getting more, more mobility through your hip joint and through your ankle joints. Yeah, very quickly, Nathan, we've so, got about you know, two or three minutes before the news. So we talked about some weights that can help you build muscles uh, for your legs. What about cardio? And sometimes I see sort of runners or hikers, they've got quite big calves as well. Is that also a good way for you to build leg muscles as well, if you sort of go down the cardio route? Um, cyclists, for example, I mean, you mentioned a good point just now about the sitting yeah. position. They've got big, big calves too and, and sort of big quads. Is that a good way yes. to build muscles? Yeah, they do. 
and you'll and you'll find all of them even though they're doing cardio i think that's a really good thing i think cardio is really important because it also gets that range of motion that you'll that you need to do whether you're walking or running or cycling or swimming or anything like that and it's low intensity as well so it gets you know you'll do you hundreds if not thousands bless you if you do hundreds or thousands of, of repetitions then you know you also start to strength strengthen the muscles on a um, uh, what I call you know a, a lower intensity. Mm. But the, you want to be able to make sure that you are not only doing your cardio, but you're also doing your strength training, and you're also doing your flexibility and your mobility for your lower limbs. That's a really good point because, and the reason I want to talk about this topic is because I think ages ago you, you suggested it, and and I don't know if I mentioned this with you or definitely mentioned it on the program. My granny had a fall earlier this year and she broke her hip. And one thing I'd always noticed about her legs were they're really quite skinny. And I don't think she's done any sort of workout on her legs. And I've noticed a lot of sort of uh, grannies, um, well, with osteoporosis and and whatnot, their legs are usually quite skinny and and just not very strong and i wonder um had she done some leg workouts or or if we strengthen our legs could that be a, a good prevention uh for, for us to, to prevent future falls absolutely. oh absolutely i mean the thing is is like you know here's another one i i read recently as well is is that strengthening your legs prevents osteopenia and osteoporosis it strengthens your spine so it's really important that, you know, we do strengthen our legs. I, you know, you, you made a really good point is, is that, you know, could that have been a prevented? Absolutely. It probably could have prevented her from falling in the first place. So, you know, you, I think it's really important to yeah. stability, strength, uh, joint, joint strength, bone strength, uh, you know, and, and, you know, the thing is, is like if your muscles are strong, then your tendons are also strong. You're not actually hanging off your tendons and your ligaments anymore because you've got this muscle doing what it's supposed to do. Exactly. Well, Nathan, as always, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always such a pleasure to have you on the program, and I look forward to more chats with you uh, next week. Thank you very much indeed to Nathan Solier from Elite Personal Training. Bye for now.